Today on Sagittarian Matters, a spooky graveyard, travel tips, death suits, and more. With Queer Core Pioneers, Team Dresh. Stay tuned. Sagittarian Matters. Sagittarian Matters. What's the Team Drush is a very important Portland queer core band that actively played, toured, and spoke out politically in the early 1990s. After breaking up in 1998, they reunited for Homo Agogo in 2004, and again just this summer, after their entire catalog was re-released by Jealous Butcher Records, with a new song and music video, Your Hands, My Pockets. You can go see Team Drush on their East Coast tour at the end of September. I found members Kaya Wilson and Marceo Martinez in a cemetery in Portland, Oregon, just last week, where they were kind enough to talk with me about ghosts, identity, travel tips, and more. Now, please enjoy my talk with a couple of members of Team Drush. I'm Kaya Wilson. I'm Marceo Martinez. And we are in the Lone Fir Cemetery in Portland, Oregon on a gray day in August. And uh, we're just here to tell some ghost stories and talk about Team Drush reuniting and rocking the planet. The planet. Yeah, we got, we got <laughs> world tour. We're gonna, we might do some cemetery tours. Oh, God, no, that'd be no. so good. I feel that we're being respectful in the cemetery. Just in case people are wondering, I have great respect for the dead and for where people lay. Absolutely. I'm looking around for Buffy, though. I'm pretty sure I might have seen her slay. Might have seen her slay just yeah. a second ago. You're worried about that? Uh, I am worried. I want you both to know that I stayed in a haunted hotel last night. I stayed at the White Eagle in Portland, Oregon, which is apparently famously haunted. I lived here for on and off 20 years without knowing that information. I stayed last night. I thought a ghost was going to touch my feet because they touched the feet of a couple people in TripAdvisor reviews. And so I woke up all night making sure my feet were very tucked under me (laughs) and that my hands were not extending past the blankets. I want to know if either of you have stayed in a haunted place or seen a ghost. Ah, jeez. No, I'm so boring. I haven't. Kaya here. Nope. I've never, I've never seen a ghost. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm trying to remember. Many, many years ago, twenty plus five years ago, at some friend's house. There, I feel like, see, it's so foggy. But there was a moment where I was at this house by myself, my housemates or my friends. I was staying there, I think, and I was taking a bath. Came down the stairs, and I remember the one of the housemates saying, "Don't go upstairs to the second part, which was like the attic, because." 
the old lady lives up there and she was totally into it. She's like goth. And she's like, I love it. I love talking to her. She loves, she loves, she worked with seniors. And she's like, I love talking to her. She's like an old lady and she's spooking the house and whatever, blah, blah, blah. I remember that. And I never saw her, but I remember one time I was there, I took a bath and I was coming down the stairs and that feeling, you know, the hair raising, you know, the goosebumps a little on your neck. I remember getting that feeling and then I just like ran down the stairs and I just like, it's like, I think I'm, I think I'm going to go home now. I'm not going to, I think I was staying there for temporarily or something. Anyway, that's my ghost spooky story, but I've never, no, I've never stayed anywhere haunted or seen a ghost. Do you believe in ghosts? Mildly. I don't I think mildly is a good answer. I think I'm the same, mildly. I'm I'm like indifferent. I it, you know, I, I, what can you know? Yeah. 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 So at believing for me I, it, possibilities. I look at it in probabilities and possibilities usually. And so ghost factors into possibility. Not necessarily probability. I see, I see. Yeah. Speaking of old haunts. Yeah. Speaking of old haunts. Yeah. Am I allowed to curse on this? Yes. Okay. You have reunited. Oh, <laughs> to haunt. We're going to be haunting. <laughs> You're going to be haunting the East Coast yeah. later in September. Yeah. You're not going. Oh, I'm yeah. not going. I'm taking oh. the East Coast time off. He's going to be in spirit. I'm going to be there in spirit. In spirit. Mm-hmm. In a, I got to work. Spirit. I got to save my time. I'm going to work. And, and Mel's on the East Coast. So why not? You know, Mel's like, you know, Melissa York, there. other Melissa York, yes. other drummer. Yes. We're, yeah, we are. A, we're a, a quint. Five, we're a five piece. Or quintet. no, sorry. A quintet. A quintet. We're a quintet. So, <laughs> so I just saw you play in Los Angeles in your band Team Drush that you're in with two other people, and I was like, did they reunite before? This feels familiar, but so good. And then when I was doing a little Wikipedia ing, I was like, oh, they did reunite in 2014, and I think I was there. Was it 2014 sure. at Homo Go Go? Done a how many were you? Two thousand four. Two thousand four. Yeah. That's what it was. That was the first one okay. after the the, the, the uh, breakup. Why did you break up? Whatever. I don't know. Because love is hard sometimes. Because you loved them so much, Cause, or you? Because you know, it just a. Uh, it's a very relationship. It's a very yeah. relationship, like a partnership, mm-hmm. but, so, but with so many members. But just like every relationship, it just ebbs and flows and changes it, over time. It can. And sure, some just some 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 people break up and then get back together, and that's us. We're the <laughs> ones who are like later. We're like we've grown and changed and are ready now for each other's love. Do you guys want to move to this plot where there's no dead body but there's shade? Yeah, yeah. sure. Can you describe uh, some of the more modern looking graves? Oh, I know they're so. What is it? A digital? You are? Yeah, I'm gonna give you. You think I'm gonna take that? Like a litho life lithograph? Lithograph? Yeah, it's like it's straight up pictures of people. um, Most of them are of them in their senior years. It appears. And, uh, but it's like a, like a photograph of them that's kind of emblazoned and shellacked. Is that a shellac? No, it's probably not shellac. What is this? It's nice. Like a granite on like a granite. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's also, it's creepy and, and pretty at the same time. And it's informational because you see the face of the person who's down there. Do you know what you want to do with your body when you die? Oh yeah. I want a mushroom, mushroom death suit. Can you tell me what that is? What? Well, to my knowledge, it's like this a special kind of mushroom that will eat your dead body. You wear a suit and then it'll decompose you very uh, um, environmentally soundly because it will eat up all the, uh, it'll eat up maybe, I don't know about all, I might, this fact, I don't have all the facts, but something like it'll take away all the, those metals mm. and the, the toxicness oh. that is you in your body that you hold in your body. It, it, it has a way of taking that, um, breaking that down into 
none. Great. Well, mushrooms are known. They're good for that, right? I mean, they use them for cleaning up, soaking up toxins. Yeah, Yeah, like nuclear waste, right? What do you want to happen to you? Well, I like that idea. I'll take Kaya. I'll I'll go on. I'll do some research. Kaya, send me a link to that. I I want to do that. I think they make them for animals now, too. Oh, really? For years, I think I was like, oh, just, uh, you know, cremation, I guess. But no, that's definitely a... I feel scared of cremation. I know. I just feel scared. I know I'm going to be dead, but I don't want to be buried. I don't want to be burned alive. No, I don't want to be buried. I would either... So it was either that or just, like, body thrown out into a place where animals could eat me. But, like, that's real hard to get your friends to do. It's a trip. I'd do it. Yeah, you'd do it for me. Okay. I mean, it's a trip if you've ever had someone pass away who's, you know, my mom... My mom died, as you remember, 10 10 years ago this past May, and she was cremated. And my sister... We split the ashes so my sister has a bigger urn i have a smaller urn and it's just it's weird it's like oh that's bone and yeah, it's such no. it's, it's weird it's like it's a trip i mean it took me a long time to even like get the urn out and yeah. put it somewhere so i could see it you know what i mean i just it, kept it hidden in a closet seem abstra- it seems abstract it's abstract perfect yes it's totally like the my mind couldn't really comprehend that you know? Yeah. I mean, even just death, I think it's hard it's, to comprehend yeah. for us humans. It it's is. like, what is this even mean? It's a tough one, that one, death, death thing. That whole death thing. It's, a, it's yeah. I still don't know where the soul lives. Like, I listened oh. to this Mary Roach book about death. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. the heart used to be the signifier of death. So when there was heart death, that is when doctors would be like, oh, they're gone. And oh. now it's brain death. Brain death, yeah. Uh, but so it's changed. Oh. And so then I was just thinking there's... At some point, I had the trippiest thought, even though I'm not a stoner. I was like, computers are ghosts. Because I was thinking about whoever programmed the computer way back then, when we're still interacting with it and that person. Anyway, and then there's a Black Mirror episode like that where somebody's partner died and they uploaded his personality via social media to a computer program. So she could Uh keep talking to him and it would generate things he would say. And I was like, what if, what if my conscious, what if my, all my intelligences or personality could be put in a computer that still wouldn't be me. Right. So yeah. then what is, where am I? Who are you? I know. Who are you? Where are we? Do we go up into the star, stardust? Star stardust. I mean, I know, but do, where does, where do we, that's, I know. It's like, where, where do we go? We go? Like, she is not where does it created go? or destroyed. It is just transformed. Okay. I want to talk about, I'm just segueing yeah, off of the other, conf- the other question that was not to do with what you want to do with your dead body. Not that either of you are going to die anytime soon. God willing. But, dog willing. Mm, But, um, back to the identity question. Mm -hmm. I feel, Kaya, it seems like you probably made a good portion of your living at a certain point from your artistic endeavors. And then... Good portion, I would say, is not right. But but, uh, (laughs) I always just said subsidized. But maybe... Just part. It just it just different amounts at different times. Mm-hmm. How's that? That's Is pretty that... good. That's pretty good. Well, I just feel like part of aging, aside from being like I'm creaky, I don't want to sleep on a floor. Yeah. I need sleep, so I can't do this. I need good food, whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's also the moment of being like, you know, kind of like what Marcia was saying about like I need to have my job here so I have the stability. And I feel like sometimes with artists, especially musicians that have made a portion of their living from touring, and that moment when you're like, this isn't sustainable. This isn't a lifelong way of generating income. Yeah. Do you, does it feel okay to have multiple identities, like as a worker, as a whatever? Absolutely. I mean, I'm, I've been interested in dog training and I, right now I run and walk dogs for a living and I am, I think whatever, whatever I I also, I, for me, I feel it's important to, um, 
I like to do develop new skills but I also the, the music thing is like this this a, a real soul passion that is like yes. there's nothing like it for me other you know there's nothing mm-hmm. else that has ever gotten anywhere near it that I've tried to do mm-hmm. ping pong was kind of close but wasn't it um so uh what am I trying to say here oh yeah I mean I still have jobs that will support the fact that I can be a musician though mm-hmm. so I'm not you know I had never made a decision obviously ever before to pursue say you know an education or any kind of career path that would have made me uh a salary or something like that no, something, salary. Something, that sounds very I know, relaxing that's what people talk about salary or <laughs> having, even a job that has insurance built into it what's yeah. that well, I know. I know. So. see and i'm lucky i'm very lucky i have well, very you good employer choices. you made choices i did you made choices and you had to with those choices you had to sacrifice other things in your life yeah you know, like uh, the f- more flexibility of, mm-hmm. you know, like I have more flexibility. I you don't do. make as much money, but I have more flexibility to do. Right. It's definitely something to think about because I think about that. Like, oh, if I, d- if I even worked part time, I would have more, a lot more flexibility. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but then it's like you have to earn your week, your vacations mm-hmm. and sick time or whatever. And so, yeah, I don't have as much flexibility. Well, I only ask because, you know, I I teach at a grad program and all these students who want to get an MFA in comics are like Mm -hmm. wanting to do that because then they want to make a living doing their art. And to them, that seems like the pinnacle of what one could do. Right. That's just like attaching capitalism to your art. And so then that seems like that constricts your art a little bit. Mm -hmm. Because even if you have a capitalist one moment, you're going to have to keep up that level of popularity to make enough money to live. And what if you want to do some really crazy abstract thing with your art that no longer serves that right yeah i I feel like those things were never actually that entangled for me they were like somewhat entangled the idea of like i want to make i wanted to sure i wanted to make a living off of music (laughs) that'd be great i still would but i never wanted to be making choices that would limit or sacrifice any of my kind of ideals although now i probably would to be honest <laughs> shit now you would do i'm just you know jingle da, 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 da. No, i'm loving it yeah yeah I'm, like no no not that one but but something you know I'm, something I'm for like uh, a jingle jangle why not impossible burger or beyond meat i don't know yeah maybe it'd be nice to feel like somewhat aligned to the, the cap Ugh. it's so gross though too so i mean i i you know i'm happy i'm ha- i think i'm happy enough if i can keep making music and figure out how to, you know, still purchase food and rent mm-hmm. and, or, you know, live, survive, have insurance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I can figure it out, I would, I, I would like to, even if it means I don't have a whole lot of uh, financial stability. Today's episode is brought to you by Shoshana Ruth Wechter, Michelle Lemoyne, Mary Pinson, Jill Soloway, Christy Herod, Catherine Tice, Art Dogs, and Rachel Ann Jolie. If you would like to support Sagittarian Matters, including producer Chris Sutton, please send $5, $10, $5 million, that's your business, via PayPal to hornetleg at gmail.com. That's hornet, like the insect, leg, like its appendage, at gmail. Thank you for your support, and we look forward to saying your name on the podcast. Producer Ponyo looks forward to it, too. Don't be scared. That's just Ponyo's voice.
your travel tips. What are things you do either for yourself or as a group or what? Travel tips. It could be airport tips. It could be food. It could be packing. It could be whatever. Um, I, well, I bring my own coffee, including my own coffee grinder and my little Melita pour over and filter. I bring the whole contraption, generally speaking. Wait. And sometimes even the kettle. My little... But what if you don't have a burner? My kettle. I'll bring my little kettle that's a plug-in kettle for electric. That's what I often... You're talking about like driving, flying. Do you fly with that? You know, I think I will. Oh, wow. You're a serious business. I didn't on this this last little tour because we were hitting... I knew we were going to be staying in places where I could go get coffee that was good. But Mm -hmm. if I don't know I can get coffee that's good, I'm... Yeah. I have a coffee problem. Like, no, it won't be any Starbucks for me. So your standards have not have not tanked as you've traveled more. They've actually risen. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, they've risen a lot. Like I said, no, no more Subway. Right. 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 Although I, it's possible the Impossible Burger. At yeah. The, mm. Would would add burger breathe king, new burger life king. into that? Oh um, my God! Now you're gonna start I know, riding right. the Burger King tip. Wait, where are they? No. Where are they? At? No, I'm not really. I mean, what do I do? I, I mean, God, but, I probably hit. Stupid Whole Foods too many times you, just for the vegetarian my, my own eyes. vegetarian options. Yeah, what are your vegetarian food healthy, tips? Healthier, like I want to keep my BMs like regular. I you got to. How do you do that eat. on the road? What do you, you What do you eat? You have to Lettuce. go to Stupid Whole Foods and buy like kale salad. Kaya, Kaya eats salad every day. I've I seen it. I do bring it. prunes. On you do? I do. That's my one of my favorite yeah. foods is yeah. prunes dipped in tahini. That's what? That, what? That's interesting. That is so I wish I had some right now to share oh with you. I would take that look right off your face. Oh, right. You're like, take that look right off your face. I wish that we could get sponsored by the Prune Council because I talk about them so much. The Prune Council has a really ineffective hashtag, which is prunes for bones. Are you kidding? How about prunes for buns? But what what young person is going (laughs) to use any of this? Prune for buns would be one that would work. I bet it didn't rhyme. Yeah. Prunes for boons. Wow, you need to. Okay, so you do whole food. You do salads. I'm sorry, I don't want to promote that. It's just a way of like getting a hell, or you know, for me, I enjoy eating organic. I will. That is what I will prioritize in terms of the money I waste, if you will, the money I spend. It's like it's priority to me to get, you know, Mm -hmm. organic and healthy if I, if and when I can. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know. What's your bottom of the barrel thing? What's your rock bottom on tour? Like, what's like if you're like, there's no Whole Foods there, the kettle won't work. Like, what will you accept? <laughs> what will I accept? I mean, McDonald's I feel like I take. Sandwich. I also bring like you know nuts and seeds and fruit of other sorts. You've got it. I have to say, I witnessed bars. this. Kaya has it really good. You have it really down, like do. solid. Yeah, bars, bars that are that are edible to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are your travel tips, Marcelo? <laughs> I don't travel. So this last time. <laughs> How did it go? It was good. Because I kind of did. I just, I was like, I have to take care of the food because I don't want to get hungry. I don't want to get hangry. And let's see. I think that I made a very, what did I, I have to bring my medicines, my vitamins, mm-hmm. and my medications and my vitamins. Um, I think I'm the same way though. Is like if I can get like sort of something even one meal of the day is something that i have control of not too much salt not too much this not, then i feel pretty good i i don't really i don't know I don't, I don't travel a heck of a lot but i think this time i really had it down sleep really like my my nighttime routine mm-hmm. get my night creams on oh, yeah. you know 
Do you wear those things on your? No. Oh, earplugs. 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 Mm-hmm. That's a big one. I, I have to have an. I have to wear an ear. I have to because if it's just too much, depending, you know. To sleep. Yes. The eye mask thing. I don't or have whatever, an eye mask. The earplugs for sure. Thing that covers your. Face. Can you remember the grossest place you ever stayed on a team dress tour, possibly in the nineties, or most uncomfortable? Uh, pretty sure I slept in a place that had the litter box. Like, oh my god! I feel like I I feel like I slept in a kitchen with a litter box in it. Oh my god! That's probably that seems, true. That seems really possible. <laughs> like next to your head? Not literally, you literally st- next to my head, but close to me enough, like you could smell it horribly. Oh my god! There's Terrible. been several litter box issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think in the I think with the, the in the Vegas beat, I remember staying in like the place that we play it was in philly some like big church or something that we played it was like an all ages thing i don't know it was a long time ago but there were roaches and i don't like the bugs and i was just freaked out and i basically didn't sleep because i'm like i'm not sleeping on this floor like on the stage where there were i could see behind the stage roaches i I was like i can't sleep here i don't even know what i did maybe i went and slept in the van I don't know. It was a long time ago, but I do remember we did we did get stuck in Bloomington, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Is that where um, John Mellencamp's from? Can't don't know. John Mellencamp. Where's he yeah, from? I think yeah, so. that's because I remember that was the town. And there was all of us slept in the van. We didn't have a show that night. It wasn't the grossest, but we all woke up and the van was infested with flies. So I don't know. Flies? What, yes. And we were all, and it was super hot and muggy and we were all just like, wow. And we threw the doors open and there were flies everywhere. Everywhere flies? Yes. Like everywhere. And we it were just like, where the fuck like did they come from? It you had maggots in the car that Probably hatched. Somebody, somebody <laughs> probably brought them in. I don't know who. Somebody brought in maggots. <laughs> I don't know. In your van. They just. Well. Hauled him in and some. I don't know if you're. Did you ever know Jake? Jake Carlo? No. Wonderful guy. He was our roadie. I like the name. And nobody ever saw him eat. Nobody ever saw anybody eating peanuts. (laughs) But there was a peanut on the ground, um, sitting, or there was a peanut under where he was sitting, but nobody had ever eaten peanuts. Ew. And there was a peanut. So his nickname for the rest of the tour was Peanuts. Peanuts? It wasn't um, gross. It's just a story I remembered. You can edit that out. Just no, I'm not going to edit that. That's staying in. That's staying yes. in. Pets. Yeah. Wait, I want to talk about one more thing. Kaya, you lost your voice on the last tour. Oh, I did. I, I, I just couldn't find it. I got the laryngitis virus, apparently. There was one was going, going around. around. Like It was on the internet and everything. Donna found it for me. She's like, look, you have this. At any rate, uh, yeah, I took some prednisone. Didn't help me. It can help your voice sometimes. And I... <laughs> Then I did some herbs, some Chinese herbs that did probably help me. And what else helped me? Uh, uh, I don't Not know. This, oh, oh, I know. The shows probably did help me because the, 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 the spirit of all the people probably was healing. Mm-hmm. to my voice that was not there also we had people we came up with a plan of having people come up and help us sing you may or may not recall having participated oh, in this yeah. um grand plan of of team dresses for the make-a-wish foundation yeah it was, <laughs> i couldn't <laughs> we like oh wait we can ask people to sing because they probably number of people know the lyrics and we'll be excited yeah. to come especially on screamy po- parts of my 
of uh, the of my vocals, like where I'm like, I definitely can't yeah. scream. I can barely sing, so mm-hmm. there's not going to be a scream. The screamy person in LA oh, really knocked it out of the I park. Know, I, I, Who I, the hell I, was I, that? I I, you know, I messaged her. She's um, yeah, was incredible. It was awesome. Yeah, that was like perfect. Um, yeah, no, I was like, maybe we should just add you to the to our it roster. Can be a sep- yeah, sep- a sex is yeah, sep- I don't even sep- know what is next. What's six? Don't know. Shoot, quintet, septet. Six tuplets. I mean, that, Six sounds, that sounds pretty good. But anyway, a polypod. Yeah. I was so impressed with everybody who came and joined for for this for the all the singing. Not just impressed, but also just like, oh, that's more fun. It was more, really fun. This is more fun, even. Mm-hmm. This is more, way more fun than me singing it. Is this going to happen on the East Coast tour? I think we ought to just do it, don't you think? We should. You should yeah. have somebody come up at least. Yeah, show. I think so. I mean, at least one song. One song. Yeah. Every show. Well, I mean, yeah, hate the Christian right would be the song. Yeah. That was that was really perfect. Yeah, that's the, that's the, that's the big screamer. If you have an advice question for Sagittarian Matters, call or text our advice hotline 971-361-9998. Leave a message. We might answer your question on the air, and we promise not to answer the phone. That is a Sagittarian promise that you can take all the way to the bank. I saw yeah. your eyes light up a little bit yeah, at something on my list. Oh. I wonder if I can hand you this and yeah. if you can host a short oh, talk about go. pets. Okay, pets. You can ask either of pets. us questions. You can orate, you know, whatever. Okay, sure. Okay, um, what is the most interesting or unique pet that you have ever had in your life, whether you lived with it with another person or it was your own pet? Nicole. Well, I lived at a farm, so there was like you know a thousand pound pigs, mm, big, you know, big daddies, big, big daddies. When you were a kid? No, when oh, I worked at Farm Sanctuary, the oh, yeah. farm for rescued factory farm animals, yeah. and I would feed the pigs ice cream sandwiches that were freezer burned from the visitor barn. <laughs> but sometimes they would get so excited about it, and they weigh so much that I have to jump over the fence because they would be coming at me like, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. They're, they and I would spank them out of bed in the morning, and they would be like. Oh, no. okay. They—they're really—they're not just not just oinking like cute, like they'll scream at you. But when I was a kid, I had ferrets, I had gerbils, I had a skink, oh, which is a like skink. a lizard. No, those are kind of gnarly. They're little. They're, had to be I'm crickets. doing this. Wait, crickets? Okay. Uh, I had, and I had a turtle for many years. Okay. And then I let the turtle free at farm sanctuary in the pond, and that you is just, one of my great regrets of life. You were just oh. like, go be free. I just realized he could either live for another 80 years in a tank in my bedroom or live a possibly shorter life as a turtle should live. Had you done proper research about the turtle and the habitat yeah, you were yeah. releasing it into and the, if it would survive that particular um, climate? No, that is my regret. Okay, cool. <laughs> it was before the internet. Was real. You couldn't even put pictures on the internet at this point. Like that, it was that time when it was yeah. like people that had photographs on the internet were rich. Like you know, you'd be like, "Whoa, how did that person oh, right. get that on there?" I remember they that had a time. scanner. They were rich. Yeah, like a rich person <laughs> had a scanner. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so that that turtle that lived a great two months. <laughs> um, here's what's how about you? I had a turtle. Marcello? I had a turtle. It was a very creative name. What was it? Tortuga. Oh, <laughs> I like that. And I don't, all I remember was the summer that I was visiting my dad here in Portland, because I lived in Washington very briefly. He got, he wasn't around anymore. And I don't know. I was like, he was here and then he was gone. He was here and then he was gone. And I, and I still don't know the answer. As a matter of fact, I should ask my stepmom, what happened to Tortuga? 
because nobody ever told me anything. <laughs> it just was like he was gone. Nobody. Has, it was like this quiet, like. What nothing. happened? Can can we I get happened, that amendment really to the podcast me. if we get a phone call? Yeah. Marceo and I'll, your step. I'll step-mom. call my stepmom, on Margie. Or, 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 I want you yes. Oh my God, it. she would love to do what that. What happened to Tortuga? That's great. Do it, do it. The okay. mystery of what happened to Tortuga. Yeah. We can make a That's whole. That's the most exotic. Animal. I don't know. I, also, your eyes are really beautiful right now, Marceo. I was just noticing. Thank you. Uh, so I had a turtle too, and her name—I guess it was her—was Tilly. Tilly the turtle. Tilly the turtle. And also, interestingly enough, she ran away. So we all have turtle stories of disappearing turtles. She walked away. Or, well, you, you set yours free. Um, she did. She Yeah, she walked. She, she uh, what is the motion of a turtle oh, even? It's like lumber. Lumber. Yeah. Lumber's nice. Uh, she lumbered away. Um, and I asked my parents years later because I was like, I figured they told me that to make me feel better about the fact that actually Tilly had just, you know, perished from an eaten by a hawk or something, um, which is also maybe possible because I grew up out in the country. Uh, but but they said, no, Tilly, they think she, she ran away. Hmm. Yeah. They think she got out of her enclosure. There was an outside enclosure uh. and went and went into the, like, we had a stream that ran through the property in a little oh. lake or whatever pond. We She's called like, it the I'm lake. Hitting, anyway. I'm going there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, she, she too lived probably a good month or two before. I mean, a really good month or two, though. I yeah. mean, just like... I'm Maybe, although does a turtle? What is a turtle? What is turtle freedom to a turtle that's swimming. been? But 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 that's been. I mean, what is it? You got to wonder it's like if they're swimming, like if they eating bugs. Right, I would think so, but maybe in their perspective, they're like, "Wait, what happened to my little routine world that I was in?" I don't know Truman like Show. Marseille. You think it's a Truman Show? They're you remember like, that? They're not. <laughs> they're not. You know, they're like, I want to go back to eating. You know, my hard boiled egg. Yeah. And my yeah, you are more of an Earth sign. Uh, okay, and then current pets. Can I? Do we have time for that? Current pet, uh, the or pets for you? Well, producer Ponyo, Ponyo, who produces the podcast, oh, yeah. is my current pet. Okay. I aspire. I would love to have a tortoise, or just to oh. know a tortoise, because in LA people have tort like big tortoises. Whoa, yeah, I would like yeah. to know one. Yeah. Um, at some point, I would like to have a little farm, little like just have like mm. a couple pigs. Yeah. Maybe pigs, huh? some chickens, a sheep. No interest in goats. After your p- pig story, I'm surprised that you are you are going back to pigs. You going to the little or pot belly? Uh, yeah, like a rescued pot belly. Okay, you know, or, or rescued whatever, rescued pairs so that they have someone to talk to who speaks their own language. Oh, uh-huh. You know, uh. but no interest in goats. <laughs> Despite the fact that I'm affiliated with queer people, I do not. Uh, Want to have okay. goats? Not, not to date. Yes, I, I just mean. No, okay, just making. No, I'm just, okay. So, but chickens, I really would like some chickens yeah. again. I had chickens, and then they kept getting eaten. So I took yeah. a lot of time off, and then I got chickens again, and then they got eaten. And so it's been a good like five, six years since I've had chickens, and I'm ready again. I have a quick question about chickens and your vegan status. Yeah. If you had chickens and you loved them and gave them a lovely life and got to know them and they laid an egg, would you do something with that egg and what would it be? I have had this happen before. I fed My favorite thing to do is to include the egg in the dog's food. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we have a perfectly yeah. formed circle of yeah. life in the yard and the house. Good. That's I believe nice. in it's waste not, want not mm-hmm. attitude. I believe in that. That's uh, good. Yeah. Good. So, okay, so current pets. You, do you feel okay? Oh, more current so. pets. I got two rescues. Oops, sorry. Kicked. I kicked Nicole. Um, I didn't mean to kick you. A uh, uh, Pomeranian Chihuahua mix. Sophie Smalley Smalls. 
Hashtag Sophie Smalley Smalls. And Tulia, which we don't know, and I love them. And we don't know. My... Do you know if it's a dog? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, she's a dog. I'm sorry. I don't know what. I... She looks like a beagle, but maybe a terrier, maybe some chihuahua. I don't know. Yeah, most of those dogs got They're both rescues like on terrier. this California Merced Second mm-hmm. Chance program. Yeah. Anyway, those are my babies. Yeah. Wonderful. I, I, I have two dogs, too. Mm-hmm. I have a, a Pocket, who's a Border Collie, and he is a rescue from uh, Best Friends. Got him in Kenab uh, Kenab at the Best Friends Sanctuary. It's uh, that one in Utah. And then uh, Lyriel is a Chihuahua Terrier mix who's also from a, a rescue. With very tall, long legs. She's Both of them are very lanky. She's yeah. exceptionally long-legged. She is a part... I mean, you know, there's the deer. Isn't there a deer Chihuahua or something like that? Anyway, oh. she just looks like... She looks like a little fawn. Yeah. Um, and she is definitely wild. She was rescued from, like, a, a situation of... I don't think they call it feral, but I will. You know, it's yeah. basically feral. And so she's got a lot of, like wildness in her and pocket has lots of lovely qualities anyway good dancer they are he is a really good dancer he is a border collie he's very smart and quick to train so i can train him to do cool cool shit yeah have you done agility with him oh it's thanks for that question i i he and i have actually even competed trialed you call it in agility a couple times and we do agility and the little one does agility too. The little tiny Chihuahua, ten pounds of agility. Can uh, you train Ponyo to do agility? Yes, yes, absolutely. As long as uh, Ponyo's body is up for it, it is hard on a body to do agility. Hard on a uh, dog body. Be hard on her. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. I see. Stage How mom. old is Ponyo? Stage mom. Ponyo seven. Like it. It's not too old. Uh, it just depends on the bo- how the body's doing. It yeah. doesn't. I'm not sure the age in, is is you know much the True. factor is the is the body having any muscular skeletal issues. Mm-hmm. Julia wouldn't do it. She's and uh, mm-hmm. in, in fact, you could do conditioning work with your dog uh, to um, build its strength and core muscles for for doing. Oh my God. No kidding. Wow. No, it's real. Yeah, basically. I mean, it's Pilates. sky's Aww. the limit. But I do. I love doing agility. It's a really I will say this about it. People just think it's an obstacle course. Your dog, you teach your dog to do the obstacles and then ta-da. And it's so much more than that. It's so hard. It's so challenging. It's like a crazy amount of thinking ahead and strategy and also knowing these very specific little body movements that tell your dog what they're going to do next. Mm -hmm. It's, so you have to know, you, you have to be faster in your brain than a dog that is a border collie. And that doesn't work for me very well. So he's always, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's wonderful. He's very talented. I am less talented than him. Oh my God. Yeah. I love this. It's fun to have you interview us. I have a question for both of you, which is a weird question. It has nothing to do with music or your band or your band team Drush that is reunited and is going to be not with you, but you in spirit is going to be on the East coast at the end of September. This question is why do you think people in the West exalt horses and not cows. Why do people in the West think of horses as a spiritual, mm. beautiful, uh, yeah. graceful, yeah. gorgeous animal? Never to be eaten. Never to in be a, eaten. In a, under a couple buns with a, some tomato and ketchup. Yeah. And mayo. Yeah. But a cow, uh, who cares? Yeah. Who gives a shit about that beautiful, <laughs> yeah. beautiful creature? Yeah. Why do you think? Any, any, any ideas? What's the difference between a horse and a cow? Is there a difference? Besides udders. Oh. I don't know. I mean, I think there are differences in all these, in all species, but I do not think it's in sentientness or in 
you know, the emotional aspect of them. I think that uh, classically humans like to, to what what relationship do you have to this animal? And they form one. And yeah. so horses have the relationship of right. we ride them. The and they, they help us do these yes. other activities. And therefore, mm-hmm. they are a thing we will not eat, maybe. Right. But, a utilitarian but, or whatever. Is that the right? Like, mm-hmm. u- utilizing a horse to pull, to carry, to ride, to do. Right. And, like, historically. And then a cow is just like, you don't do anything so you can get eaten. I mean, they could be like an ox, couldn't they? Couldn't they? Mm-hmm. Could, you could You, you could, could have. I mean, but they don't have. You don't have. I mean, I don't that's know, the I just, thing. We don't have to do any of that. No, we do and not. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm vegan ninety percent of the time. Herbivore Ooh, because my wife is, is possible. My is vegan. Hmm. Anyway, yeah, it is. It, I mean, it's I, like I, I can see. You know, you ask this question, I think about it very logically, but I also, when I think about it, obviously existentially, I think there's no fucking difference mm-hmm. in terms yeah. of like the spirit of each animal. Mm-hmm. But then, if you ask me to go further and be like, what's the difference between this mosquito? And a cow, I would say the no, I don't have I don't personally put as much, you know, love for that mosquito as I yeah. would for a cow, and I would yeah. kill that mosquito if it were biting my skin. <laughs> you? That's a good way to end it. Mosquito versus cow? I'm just thinking, you know, when you take it to the Nicole, when you take it way to the. Don't kill his mosquito. Do no, you. I don't know. I don't. Would. It's, I don't. What about you fleas? Get, you what about fleas? I catch. I do catch a spider. I even catch a disgusting silverfish. Oh! And let it How outside. Do you catch those? They're so They're fast. So They're I have disgusting. to try to convince them. I have to be like, "Come down," because they'll get in my bathtub. Yeah. And so my choice is either drown it in front of me. Yeah. Or help try to get it out, mm-hmm. and it's always like ah, you know, when I come. Yeah. I would when you see it when They're you see so it trying gross. to survive. I will definitely save Here's it. Here's the question: Are they? What are they? A silverfish? Are they a fish? No. Are they? A, I know they're not a fish, it's but a bug. it's like. But but why they're they so, look so gross? An- they look ancient, they but though ancient. in they this way, like, that, why like, don't we revere that? Are they part like a centipede, like a part centipede or something? Like? Uh, or maybe like that's an what earwig? Like. Cousin of the centipede. Cousin of the centipede. Yeah, they know. do I've get into the ear. They can what? get into your ear. I have a friend anyway. Like yeah. That. Are you? Oh, don't it's tell a gnarly me. story. Do you have anything to say about music? What's your favorite song to play? You're looking forward to play on this East Coast tour. And Marcia, what was your favorite song to play on the West Coast tour? Ooh. New song because it's a new song. Uh, the one that is uh, "Your Hands, My Pocket." Is that what we called yep. it? I should get the title right. I'm almost. I'm, I'm. I'm there. I guess. Uh, yeah, the new song is really great. I actually really, really love playing basket. Oh, that's I love nice. playing that's the other new that song. song. I mean, I love all of them, and I love anything that Mel, Melissa York wrote, like her drum parts. Oh my god, they're so challenging, and I, they're, I'm always like getting through it. But there's a lot of songs like uh, 107 is a super fun song for me to play. Mm-hmm. Uncle Frank is super mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, all the personal whatever. Those, I've been playing those forever. Personal best songs, but I do love Basket. I love playing basket. I like that you love that. It's yeah. it's I don't know why maybe it's just a, I think it's cuz it's, it's a mid tempo, mid tempo. I mid tempo. Yeah. I'm a sucker for mid tempo. I also of the old songs I'd say I always love playing free will cuz it's just, you know, it's just like your drums. That's what why I love we, <laughs> we, I love the way that starts. Yeah, what's and then uh and then free will. Oh, that's lovely. I love that. And then uh uh I love playing uh Vegetarian Dyke. Because then Donna, really I like how Donna starts it. It's usually about like, yeah. but then the Hate the Christian Right is also fun, except for sometimes I feel like I can't scream well. Yeah. And if I don't scream well, then I feel sad. So I feel like, oh. What are you sick of playing? What song are you sick of playing? Are we allowed to say that? I don't know. Um, okay, we're doing great. We're doing great. 
what song am I sick of? I don't know. I, mean, I think we still that play them. I think the thing is just, like, you know. if we have a f- with the energy exchange from an audience, yes. lifts all life into any song, Absolutely. whether you're bored of it or not. Yes, mm-hmm. it's true. You're right. So, so I'll say that. But even I though- think as a drummer, I think it's weird as I know this as a guitar player in a band and having and wanting to play a song the drummer in my band would often be like uh, you know and I know as a drummer it's like uh, I think there's a it's a different perspective Mm -hmm. like even though the audience you and maybe there's that perspective as a drummer too is as Mm -hmm. a front person you feel it a lot I mean you can see Mm -hmm. it but you're you're in the back Mm -hmm. and you're sitting low and sometimes the lights and you got to concentrate on the beat and you got to hold it together because a guitar player if you hit a wrong I mean I'm a guitar player you hit a wrong note or you just let go and you can just ring it out, right? Or yeah. use a distortion. But a, you can't screw up on the drums. I mean, you you, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Less forgiving. So I think that's yeah. why there's... You're the backbone. Oftentimes people can get like... Or drummers will be like, eh, I'm kind of like... I'm been, I'm, I don't want to play that song anymore. Or whatever. I don't know. That's my idea of... I mean, I'll still play. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I'll play all those songs so you all the time. There's a spider on <laughs> No, I don't... I will play it. I just think that that's just one that comes to mind of like, yeah, you know, little, 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 little... Yeah. It's, it's at least kind of, it's a two minute long song. It's very short. So that's the good news. I really like that song. Yeah. No, it's great. It's great. Vegetarian Matters is produced by Chris Sutton, with assistance by Ponyo Georges. Our theme music is composed by Carolyn Pennypacker Riggs of the band Bouquet. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time.